everyone. Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. It is Saturday, March 2nd, 2019, and here are some headlines in case you haven't heard them. Well, the Jordan Woods, Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian feud has come to rest because after yesterday's Red Table Talk, Jordan pretty much poured her heart out and saying that she was pretty much in the wrong place, wrong time type of situation where she shouldn't have been. And to be honest with you, she's young. She's got a lot to learn about life. And this is one of the harsh realities and one of the harsh lessons that she had to learn. Chloe at the time uh, tweeted saying that she was lying and that she was a homewrecker for what she did. But what a difference a day makes because looks like Chloe is now shifting the blame over to uh, Tristan and basically saying that it wasn't uh, Jordan's fault, it's actually Tristan's fault. Which is funny because earlier today I had seen uh, a post on Instagram with, a, with, a, uh, with, a, with Jordan's name and a heart at the end of it and many people supporting her for being young and naive. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what, could it be that maybe Chloe is seeking to blame somebody? You know, she's seeking to blame somebody because of her own naivety uh, for accepting Tristan back into her home. And I, I believe she did it probably because they have a kid. More than likely it was because they have a kid. and Or she genuinely also loves him as well. But it just seems to me that Chloe was looking for someone to blame. It's like, think about it. You, you already know that this guy cheated on you once before. He may do it again. That's, that's his pattern. And you still accepted him. And I think she knew that, and the humiliation of it, especially when it came to to find, when she came to find out that it was with her own like little sister, she got upset about it, and with you know good reason. But it just seems to me that her anger towards Jordan was more of a scapegoat. She needed to let that out because she was she was probably more angry at herself for allowing herself to get fooled again by Tristan and believing in his lies once again. So I'm, I'm assuming that she probably saw that, and that's why she went to Twitter today basically saying that she doesn't think that Jordan's the homewrecker. She believes that Tristan is the homewrecker. So, you know, she's trying to move on with her life, and uh, hopefully she'll be able to, and she'll be able to make better choices next time. And in other Kardashian news, looks like uh, another couple is reconciling little by little, which is Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. Um, both of them were were kind of, uh, they were at odds with each other simply because Kylie believed that she had evidence that Travis was cheating on her, and Travis, you know, he's like, what are you talking about? Pretty much like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just trying to, like, be here with you and with our kid. So it looks like she's accepting that and, uh, you know, they're going to try to reconcile and work things out, which is which is a pretty, which is a good thing for all parties. But I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me that when one sister is falling apart in her relationship, the other sister decides to follow. It's almost like she's trying to, like, you know, play shadow with her own sister in the relationship department, which is very weird to me. So it's, you know, it is what it is. They're back together. Everything's copacetic. Chloe is moving on. And now we can all put this whole drama behind us and we can also move on, you know, because it's no longer it's, it's slowly but surely not becoming keeping up with the Kardashians. It's more like keeping up with the drama. 
it just doesn't end. So we'll we'll see what happens in the next coming days because you know there's always going to be something that happens with them. In other entertainment news, Michael Jackson, HBO threatened over molestation insinuation, leave me out of quote leaving Neverland. This is something from TMZ News. And it seems that, well, I mean, this is this is no shocker to anybody, really, because, I mean, if you think about it, you know, here's here's a man that is gone. You know, he's 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 uh, he's left this planet many years ago and they're still bringing up some of his dirty laundry. Now, whether or not it's true or not, that is to be debated. No one really knows what happened. Uh, unfortunately, you know, there's no way to prove anything at this time. You know, it's just a hearsay. But unfortunately, it's one of those things where it's like, leave the dead where they are. Let them rest in peace. Because at the end of the day, this person cannot protect themselves. They cannot defend themselves from allegations from anybody else. Now, whether or not Michael did the things that they said he did, we'll never know. That's something between him and his maker and, you know, whatever whatever he had to go ahead and, and face whenever he passed on. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody really knows what happened and we'll never know. But at this time, we're here and we're watching insinuations from a documentary that are pretty much making him look bad. And again, it's not fair that he's not here to be able to defend himself. So his family's coming to his defense and saying, hey, you know what? Stop doing that. And it's not the first time that this has actually happened. There was a documentary that happened years ago, and this is back when he was still alive, that... um, that also made him look like he was some sort of a child molester. And that also sparked up an outrage from him and his family and his camp. It's, it's a pattern that keeps on happening over and over again. And again, the only people that know the truth are the people involved. At this point, they're just, you know, making the public make up their own minds, which isn't really fair. There's also other craziness going on as far as John Wayne, the Duke. He has uh, some an interview that he did with Playboy Magazine a few years back has resurfaced. And there was a lot of uh, racial comments that he made um, that now are sparking up an outrage with people in Orange County. Uh, there's some people that saying that because there's the airport in Orange County is John Wayne airport in Orange County, California. And they're saying that they need to remove his name, remove his statue and basically just make it the Orange County airport or whatever other name simply because right now it just seems that they're, they're paying homage to a person that was uh, allegedly racist and made a lot of racist comments, but his son came to his aid in an interview on CNN saying that many of what, much of what he said in that interview was taken out of context, and people need to, like, it's, it, they need to calm down, because uh, his father wasn't racist, and they, they, he did a lot for this country, he received medal, a medal from the President of the United States, he did a lot. You know, for the community, for the country, and everything. So to besmirch his name like this is is it seems to be upsetting his son with uh, with good merit because I mean it is his son and he will come to his aid. But you know the words that he says or the words that he said the words that he said in that interview are the words that he said. Unfortunately, now what exactly he meant by a lot of the things that he said, well that's something else that many people are going to go ahead and have to like 
figure that out um and uh just you know move on from there i mean the man the man the duke has been gone for years he's not again he's not here to be able to defend himself or explain himself as to why why he said the things that he said so i guess it'll be up to the people whether or not they want to go ahead and take down the statue and rename the airport the orange county airport as opposed to the john wayne airport in orange county california Moving on to sports, John Bones Jones is going to defend his title tonight at UFC 253. The 23-1 MMA fighter is very excited to be back in the octagon defending and doing what he loves most, which is MMA. In an interview in the Washington Post, he quoted, I do kind of feel like my younger self, Jones said Thursday. I feel set free from a lot of things that's happened. I finally learned how to forgive myself for a lot of things. And so I feel reborn in a way. I feel like I have the second half of my career. And the question is, what are you going to do with the second half of your career? My second half, I vow to respect myself better, respect my body, respect my team, respect the organization and the fans, and just try to do better. And I know a great start to that is staying in the gym, staying busy. Well, looking forward to that fight tonight. He will definitely have his hands full uh, because he's facing, he's facing Anthony Smith. So that's going uh, to be coming up later this evening at around uh, 9 p.m. So make sure you watch out for that one. And in other sports news, the WWE WrestleMania pay-per-view event is just around the corner. Now, there's been a rumor going around right now that Dean Ambrose is actually uh, considering uh, pretty much leaving the WWE after WrestleMania. Actually, it's it's not so much a rumor. Now it's more of a truth. It's more of a fact. So many people are wondering who should be his last opponent at WrestleMania. Well, a lot of people are are suggesting that maybe it should be Roman Reigns, seeing as Roman Reigns has uh, successfully returned to the WWE after battling a rematch, actually, I should say, for lack of a better word, with uh, leukemia. He uh, he went ahead and left the the WWE back in October, uh, to to undergo treatment for uh, this long battle that he's had for 11 years of leukemia. Well, he finally came back this past Monday to announce that the cancer is now in remission and he's ready to get back to work and back in the ring. Now, again, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns were all part of an amazing faction called The Shield. They came in and they caused all kinds of hell. So... At this point, we're wondering, is Dean Ambrose going to go ahead and face Roman Reigns? Would that make any sense? Maybe, because that would be his best friend pretty much giving him his last goodbye. There's also other speculation that Roman might be facing John Cena, especially seeing as Cena has been kind of in and out right now, mainly because I think, you know, it's Cena's time that he's, you know, like his, for back of for lack of a better word, his song, one of the lyrics says, your time is up, my time is now. Well, it looks like his time is up and Roman Reigns' time is now. So that might be another interesting matchup right there. We never know. Then again, there's also the question mark of The Undertaker, wondering who he's going to face because we all know that The Undertaker always comes back. If he's not injured, he always comes back for another fight. So 
could be po- that that actually could make sense if it was the Undertaker versus Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose wouldn't beat the Undertaker, and he would leave knowing that he fought the Phenom, and the Phenom retired him. Another person that that the Undertaker retires because, as we all know, uh, Undertaker retired uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. So he might as well go ahead and uh, have Dean Ambrose get that honor as well, and just you know let him go. I don't know. We'll see what happens. In other wrestling news, Ronda Rousey is in hot water after she made a few tweets yesterday insinuating that Becky Lynch pretty much used an armbar, her move, and she didn't even do it right. Instead, it mainly looks like it mainly looks like Becky Lynch is holding on to, <laughs> to for lack of a better word, she's holding on to a penis. And basically, Rhonda was saying that, uh, you know, she wished she had a penis or something like that on in a rant on Twitter, trying to battle against, you know, on in, with a Twitter war against Becky Lynch. And the WWE executives didn't take too kindly to it because, as we all know, WWE has been very PG for many years now. And they're not too happy with some of the words that Rhonda decided to use. And in a sense, it's almost like, Rhonda, wake up. This isn't the UFC anymore where you could go ahead and cuss. And, you know, it's it, this is staged. You know, the wrestling, is, we all know it, is staged. It's not real. It's the, the, the physicality of it is real because they do get hurt. They really do get hurt. But the drama, most of the time, 95% of the time, the drama is not real. And uh, I don't think Rhonda has really grasped that or maybe she's trying to. And maybe mix in a little bit of her MMA mentality in there. Who knows? Point is, she's not uh, she's not winning any favors with uh, WWE execs. Not that they could do anything to her anyway. The girl's got enough money. I mean, she'll be perfectly fine even if she does get fired. So <laughs> she busted her ass for many years in the UFC to be able to afford to go wherever she wanted to go, do whatever she wanted to do. You know, more props to her on that one. Well, we'll take a break for right now for to see, well, basically just to see how the weather is outside. Let's check it out. It's raining. Okay, when I said a weather report, I kind of expected a little bit more than that, but I guess uh, my other self decided to go ahead and uh, <clears throat> do very, very brief weather report. Well, I mean, you know, you saw it. It's raining out there, so, you know. Weather's done. <laughs> In video game news, Madden NFL 19 has every week there, every weekend for the past few weeks, they've come out with uh, Ultimate Legends. This week, uh, the Ultimate Legends consist of a limited time Donovan McNabb, Walter Payton, Night Train Lane, and a limited time NFL Combine players as John Ross and Josh Allen. A lot of fun. I actually played it earlier today uh my ultimate legends challenge and it's funny because i use a certain play to make sure that i win and it wasn't really working too well for uh, for me uh which is i i basically put the formation as as uh i put the the line if i'm if i'm playing defense i'm gonna go ahead and do a formation of load block right which is in the special teams playbook and then when the offense quarterback decides to audible I go ahead and I audible into a safe 
man punt formation, which I usually get an interception or something like that. Many people know about this. Many people don't. Um, it's all over YouTube and everything. It's kind of a little way to trick the computer a little bit. But in this case, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking they might be nerfing it because it seems that I be, I was trying it and I, they kept on getting interceptions off of my uh, off of my free safety, which is Cam Chancellor. I have a 97 chemed up to 98 Cam Chancellor and they kept on running by him and I'm like, dude, this guy's a 94. How in the world is he beating my Cam Chancellor and he was doing it? I beat it anyway. I got them all out the way. They're pretty easy. Um, and of course, the combine is still going on. The 24 hour, every 24 hours, they come up with four new uh, challenges, which is actually really cool. You get anywhere from 25 to 50 scouts that you could use to go ahead and buy scout players as well. So that's a lot of fun. I got another trophy today, so that was pretty cool. Uh, in other video gaming news, Red Dead Redemption 2 has come out with another update, and it doesn't seem like many people are happy with it too much. Um, they're saying that before March 5th, if you log on, they'll give you ammo and other uh, other other items to you know uh, to to heal your character, so to speak. But the problem here is that many many gamers are not too happy with Red Dead Redemption's new uh, patch simply because the new patch. It, it involves griefing, you know, other players just picking on other players and just shooting them, doing whatever they want. This particular patch makes it so that if another player decides to attack another player, they become they they gain a bounty against them. But it kind of sucks because now they're creating a bounty where you go inside and you start a brawl inside a saloon and you get a bounty for just starting a brawl. Come on, Rockstar. I mean. I can understand that you go ahead and you do this for other players that are griefing, but let us have a little fun with the NPCs. I mean, you know, they're just NPCs. It's not like they're going to do anything anyway. So I'm one of those gamers that I'm just like, you know what? I just want to have fun with the game. I don't want to have to be worried. Oh, great. Here's another bounty. I got to go run into the forest. And, oh. You know, come on. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like it gets boring after a while. And then you wonder why there's not too many players on right now playing it. <sighs> Rockstar, get your act together, for not, for lack of a better word. So, in other um, video game news, Rainbow Six Siege Year 4 is coming out. Man, they have so many things going on. Uh, well, first of all, first of most, they have a seven-day early access, which you could access all of the operators and, and maps and things like that seven days early, but... This season brings a lot of new things, a lot of cool things. I'm reading right here on PCGamer.com that it basically has following the introduction of two Australian operators and the Outback map in season one. This is all year four, mind you. Season one uh, will add, actually season two will add a new operator from Denmark and one from the state's secret service instead of a new, instead of a new map. Season two will see the map cafe reworked Ubisoft announced at the 6th Invitational 2019 today. They announced it today. Uh, season For Season 3, Ubisoft will introduce operators from Peru and Mexico and rework the canal map, while Season 4 will add operators from Kenya and India and rework the theme park. That means that after Season 1, we won't see any new maps for the rest of the year, for the rest of the year 4. So... That's that's coming from uh, PCGamer.com from uh, from uh, an art from the article was written by Samuel Horty. Uh, so basically, 
what he's saying is that after uh, after the 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 final season, season three, no new maps. So they're just reworking the ones that they have so far, which is pretty cool because I personally like Cafe. Cafe was one of the best ones I liked using uh, uh, using uh, fuse in. You know, you just fuse through the window and all the explosives come out and you try your luck. You hopefully hit somebody and they're dead. <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot of pretty cool spots. I'm looking forward to see how they're going to rework Cafe and Canal. Well, I haven't played Canal in a long time, so we'll see how that goes. Well, that's it for the Xander Effect. I am your host, Xander Dames. And let's see if I can see you next time so that way I can give you some more news in case you haven't heard it. <laughs>